0: Okay, hey, we're rolling. The, uh, date is Thursday, December 28th, 2023. Uh, Earl is working, uh, t- this evening late. So, uh, he's 81 years old, still working. <laughs> 82. Almost. Is,
1: yeah.
0: <clears throat> um, so on our prayer list, um, Oseman and his church, uh, Jerry Scott for blessings, um, Tommy and Joyce. I think Tommy King's doing well. I not know about Joyce. Um, she'd had some issues of some kind and just pray the Lord will be with them. Tommy's brother Philip lost his lady. Thelma passed away. So uh, comfort for Philip. Uh, for our prayer team, Gail, Janice, Ruby. Marcos for his son and his family. President Trump and his family, Marta and Charles and family, our children and our grandchildren. The young Lady Allie that Jerry and I met in Greensboro a couple weeks back for her needs on the loss of her father. Bob for his son Mike for peace and unsafe family members, the war situation in Europe and the Middle East. Pray for Sam uh, and his uh work he's going to do in the Marine Corps. We're proud to see him. And uh, Forrest, Earl, Ted, Oseman, Allie again. Protection for President Trump. Salvation for those who will come. Praying for veterans. Praying for Jarrett. Health issues and uh, I have a something about Fail East something. Far East. Far East. <clears> the situation. Oh yeah, yeah. I think. Uh Susan to uh, have a speedy recovery, shoulder surgery. Seemed like somebody else was getting shoulder surgery this same day that your pranks Yeah, mm-hmm. and Christian's mom's name is Susan. Yeah. Yeah, she's I've talked to her a couple
2: times today, uh, to check on her. She's uh She doesn't have as much pain as I thought she would. Well, no, that's always a blessing. that's a a blessing, because, man, a lot of times that
0: shoulder, that shirt, surgery is terrible. Oh, yeah. Larry McCoy, for whatever his needs are, I think he'd like to get a different job and move back closer to this part of the world. Uh, Blessings of protection for our study group, and for Forrest and Christina. And Ariel has been down with the crud, so um, let's join hands heavenly father god we thank you for this time we just pray you be with us tonight as we fellowship as we look through the things that your holy spirit will guide us to in your word we praise you god for being omnipresent we praise you lord thanking you for the blessings we find in christ you've heard our prayer list we pray your will be done in that way and Teach us tonight, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Jesus. <clears throat> you know, I um, have been over a few times recently um, how we're made in God's image and we have a body and a soul and a spirit. Um, you don't need to turn here, but um, I will um, I just read a verse out of First Thessalonians 5. And it says, "In the very God of peace sanctify you holy." And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is a trinity. And we're made in his image, so spirit, soul, and body. You know, uh, our soul is our mind, and that equates to God the Father, the mind of God. Our physical body equates to the body of Jesus Christ. And uh, Jesus is in one place at one time. Jesus in his body, God's body, is not omnipresent. He isn't everywhere at the same time. But God the Father is and the Holy Spirit is. Now the Holy Spirit, when you're saved, you become united with God. He quickens your spirit and makes it alive. That's what he meant when he said, you need to be born again. Your spirit needs to be born again. And um, I was thinking, you know, I can see how the mind equates to God the Father, the mind of God, and the body equates to Christ, the body of God. Well, what is the Holy Spirit, really? And I believe I'm right in this assessment. It is the omnipresence of God. David said, if I make my bed in hell, there you are. <clears throat> Can't get away from God and his presence. He permeates all the universe, all creation. <clears throat> and, um, you know, this is why I believe Jesus said, it's going to be better for me to go. I need to go so that the Comforter can come, the Holy Spirit can come. And that way you guys aren't all lined up asking me for miracles, he can do all this. Simultaneously, globally, at once. That is the Spirit of God, his Holy Spirit. And um, we are told to pray in the Spirit. In that same passage in 1 Thessalonians 5, pray in the Spirit. Well, if you're united to God by God's Holy Spirit, then you're a part of that. And Jesus put it that way. You, they, you're going to be in me. I will be in you. It's both ways. It's connected to, to the Godhead, the Trinity, by salvation in Christ. And then we are sealed by his Holy Spirit. Now, God's seal <clears throat> doesn't get broken. And a lot of people think, well, now you can fool around and lose your salvation. They think too little of God when they say that. They seem to believe that God would call you saved today, even though he is, is told to end from the beginning, even though he knows your ultimate destiny. He wouldn't call you saved today. If he knew, you weren't going to be with him in the end. So this nonsense of losing your salvation, um, it sells God short on his omniscience. God is omnipotent, all-powerful. He is omnipresent. He is everywhere. And he is omniscient. He knows everything. He knows whether you're his or not. We've got scripture that says that he knows those who are his. You know, uh,
2: if
0: you look at and I'll just page around where you don't have to. First John 2 and 19. They went out from us but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. Here's your so-called lost or salvation. They never had it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They never had salvation. You know? Um, get into the books of Timothy, uh, And uh, it's 2.19 here in Timothy, Second Timothy. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. He knows those who are his already. Now, the Calvinists uh, fall short intellectually as far as understanding that we do have human volition and that God still has the knowledge of what will become of you and it's not God's fault it is our own you know the Calvinist you know he says we're so uh, depraved we're so weak thank you so much that uh, we can't even reach out and take hold of salvation because we're so dead in our sin. (coughs) Well, the Bible says that, but to the Calvinist I ask, can a person dead in their sin commit a sinful act? Well, sure. Can a person dead in their sin be selfish? Yeah. Well, don't you think it might be a selfish act to reach out and grab that life ring before you drown? You're not doing it for the sake of the captain of that ship or those that are drawing you aboard. You're doing it to save your own hide. And that's just a selfish act. And you come aboard. And you're made aware then of the the blessings that go along with salvation in Christ. Let me ask
1: you something. That same person that's dead in their sins can make evil choices. Can they make good choices or... Uh, what you call righteousness, or do kindness and goodness. I think so. You see, now why, why do they think that you don't have a choice? Because you can go out and shoot somebody in the head, or you can say, no, I won't do that. Right. Yeah. Well, when, when you get mad, yeah. you know when you get mad, you could go yeah. out and say, you know, the person cuts you off, I could, yeah, I could kill him right now, you know. Yeah. You, you wouldn't do it, but you're thinking that. That's the flesh Mark. Mark's saying. You have a choice to do that. Or you not? do.
2: King yeah. David was considered a man after God's heart. Yeah. And he committed adultery. Yeah. He murdered mm-hmm. Bathsheba's husband. And, and he paid right. the price for what he what, the things that he had done. But he was still God's man. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, we were talking the other night about, you and I, I guess, Mark, was, yeah. how Lot is considered righteous. Peter talks about Lot, that... Righteous man vexed by the place where he lived. Um, of course, he lived in Sodom, and, and you know that area of Sodom like and Gomorrah. We do <laughs> yeah. now, don't we? And uh, so the uh, the thing about it is, Lot did some pretty rotten things. Lot offered up his presumably virgin daughters to those. Homosexuals out on the front door, trying to get in. Yeah, and his
1: daughters were betrothed; they weren't married yet, but they were betrothed mm-hmm. because he asked his future son-in-laws to come with him, and they wouldn't do it. Well, they would.
0: the The evil homosexuals out there wouldn't take those girls, mm-hmm. but that was a blessing. But later, Lot gets drunk and fathers children with them. Yeah, he shows up. It's counted as righteous.
1: Uh, the other? Mm-hmm. his children uh, those children were Edom and one other uh, that's always been against Israel I don't mm-hmm. know Edom and uh...
0: for if God spared not the angels this is second uh, Peter 2 verse 4 for if God spared not the angels that sinned but oh. cast them down to hell and delivered them "...into chains of darkness, to be reserved unto judgment, and spared not the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that after should live ungodly, and delivered just Lot." vexed with the filthy conversation, the way of living, of the wicked. For that righteous man dwelling among them and seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their lustful, unlawful deeds. I'm sorry. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations. Here, Rahab the harlot too was another example. Yeah. But to me you know sleeping with your own daughters and and, and getting the pass that's what happened with a lot so what can we learn from that god
2: this grace is sufficient <laughs> yeah he
0: looks on the heart he looks on the heart of man and um i don't know what lots motives were obviously when
3: you're drunk you're liable to do anything but well, didn't those daughters seem to think that that was the end of civilization? Yeah, I mean,
0: they, they, uh, they, it was their, I guess, idea. But, uh, in any event, Lot was counted as righteous. And, uh, we've got a lot of people say, well, you all homosexuals, they're just going straight to hell. They might. What if they receive Christ? Will they sin after receiving Christ? Yeah. do we sin after receiving Christ? We do. When does God do you think turn them over to a reprobate mind? When they won't have a mind and heart for him. They won't seek after so him. So even after their
3: hearts are hardened and they're turned over to reprobate, they they're done for. I if, just don't know when that ha- happens. I don't know. We don't does. do we. We sure don't.
0: You know I I'm a heavy metal fan, some of y'all know that. Uh, like Judas Priest, Rob Halford their front man and singer, and he's gay. He's gay, and he had two books, audio books. He released and he reads them. And um, I tell you what, the guy's got a heart of gold. I mean, the thing, the, the extremes he went to, to hide being gay, so that the record company wouldn't drop the band, and the extremes he went to to. Reconcile members when they were at each other's throats. Um, yeah, he he's a sinner like me, but he professes to be a Christian. Can I say that he isn't? Well, if I say he's not based on he's living in sin, he's doing sinful things, then maybe I am also doing sinful things. I'm sure that I am. Um, I think that he should really consider what God's word says about that behavior and repent of it. And, you know, you could have a good friend. As long as you don't do sin of the flesh, you're good. But sins of the flesh, they do happen. Um, King David committed sins of the flesh. Um, All throughout the Bible, we've got this stuff going on by... People who somehow end up in the Faith Hall of Fame. Um, Sins of the flesh. But, you know, Paul talks about this in Romans 7. He says, what I want to do, I don't end up doing that. I end up doing what I don't want to do. What do you mean by that? The flesh. The flesh, yeah. The flesh led him to it. In his spirit, he didn't want to sin. But his flesh led him to it. Now, if Lot could be vexed by the people around him and the things that he was being taught and still counted as righteous, a lot of people who are being taught wrong, at these rainbow flag churches, hey, all come on in, let's have a big old free-for-all, you know, downstairs later on. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're being deceived. They're being told that this is fine, this is Okay. It isn't, but they're deceived and they think it's okay. You know, these two women come in uh, probably early thirties at the Flying J some years ago for us and I were going in there at that Denny's to eat. I said, there's some lesbians, at least the one. She was, had her hair clipped off, wearing a ball cap. The other one was, I guess, the female but she was playing what they call it the butch, the other one. And I'm judging them and um shaking my head and I can see the, the butch I call her that. Maybe I shouldn't. Well, when their food was brought to them, she took her hat off and they bowed their heads and they thanked God and they thanked him in Jesus' name. Now obviously they thought that they were okay. Now Full disclosure: I don't know that they were lesbians. They certainly looked like it, and um, but some people it could have been sisters. They didn't look alike. There was just an air about them. I kind of think that they were a couple. But uh, you know, and obviously the one that took her hat off, she was acting very mannish and had short hair, which the Bible says a woman shouldn't have short hair. But I can pick all those places out. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. Look here, look there. And what do I do? It's like Brother Ted would always say, three-pointing back at me, you know? Um, I think we're in in an age where we have really got to sharpen our swords and put on that full armor of God and, and get the planks out of our own eyes so that we can see to help others and be less judgmental. I mean, I know that at many points along my life, Christians looked at me and said, that boy's bound, straight for the gutter. If anybody's going to hell, he is. And at that time, that, that would have been true. I probably <laughs> dismay a lot of Christians even now <clears throat> um, with... You know things I might say or do, but we're responsible to God, not not uh, anyone else. We're not responsible to anyone else. God knows our hearts. So the nature of Jesus Christ, John chapter one, <clears throat> verse one: In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Well, there you go. The Word was God. The Word was in the beginning and the Word was God. All right. Verse 14 says, Then the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. That means if A equals B and B equals C, then A equals C, right? Jesus is God. Jesus is God in the flesh. God Mm -hmm. became flesh and dwelt among us. It's that simple. And I think a lot of people going to church right now don't even know. Do not even know how to understand the Trinity. Mm -hmm. Um, It gets said, oh, it's a mystery. Oh, it's like water and ice and paper. No, it's not. We're made in His image. He's got a body, soul, and spirit. We got a body, soul, and spirit. So we uh, miss the easiest things to understand, sometimes by not studying ourselves. I'm just letting somebody else tell you what to think. My sister, about six weeks ago, oh, we've just had the most wonderful sermon the preacher brought today. This is a Methodist Lutheran church. They kind of combine. Yeah, they combined. Oh, was a Presbyterian. They just didn't have a big enough congregation, so they became an amalgam. So we can get along now. Yeah. And she said that he was just going over all of the people that we'd lost in 2023 and family members and, and so forth. And um, he said, but don't despair. Don't despair. They're all right here. They're right here walking among us. Tell them hi. They're right here. Where did you get that theology, buddy? In the back of a Cracker Jack box? What kind of corrupt HBO movie taught you that?
1: That's for the world.
0: I mean, what, what a shame that would be to die and just be floating around, can't do anything, you know, can't interact, didn't even have, have a cookie. You know, but here you are.
1: That's what the demons do, float around. That's what the demons
0: do. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. But this is getting taught. Garbage like that. And then they they had communion. And then he, he, they sang some song and called it the Mystic Communion. The oh. Mystic Communion. The Mystic. You hear that word. That's universal church garbage.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So... uh magic. But, you know, God will... Have mercy on those that are being taught wrong, and He will place the blame at the foot of those that are doing that false teaching. I probably can't find it, but i Malachi. I got something in Jeremiah. If you got something
3: in Malachi, put well, it up. says, to Let not many of you be teachers because the condemnation is going to be so much greater so if you so lead members. any of these people. Good one. This is Jeremiah 23,
0: the beginning. Woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says the Lord. Therefore thus saith the Lord God of Israel against the pastors that feed my people. You've scattered my flock and driven them away and have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doings, saith the Lord. And I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the countries whither I have driven them and will bring them again to their folds and they shall be fruitful and increase. And I will set up shepherds over them, which shall feed them, and they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed, neither shall they be lacking, saith the Lord. He's going to take care of them, even if you've gotten gotten yourself into a bogus congregation under some inept false teaching. He's going to take care of you. So we know Christ is God, but let's look at a couple other things. Colossians 1.
3: We just had a nativity scene in Italy depicting two women sitting at the, the crib. Style. Yeah, the, well, the Pope mm-hmm. is embracing some of that lifestyle right now. But mm-hmm. they had two lesbos over there hanging over the crib where Jesus sat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this so is absolutely wrong. St. Joseph got
2: kicked out.
0: Absolutely wrong, and and these people are making a mockery of Christianity, but the Lord Jesus Christ will have the last word. And uh, I know that the book of Enoch is not canonical. It's not in here. It would be as long as all the major prophets plus the minor prophets. if It was put in here. It's a very long book. It is quoted in the book of Jude. And at the end of Isaiah 66, this seems to be corroborated. Isn't, wasn't that in the Dead Sea Scrolls too? I think it was, yeah. And um, then there was an Ethiopian version found. And it squares with what they found in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Second
1: Peter also alludes to Judah.
0: Okay. So, it says that we'll watch when the Lord visits judgment onto these that have done all these things that we will be there and watch it take place. Now, some people might say, Well, I wouldn't want to uh to watch that. Um Well, maybe it wouldn't, but I mean if the Lord wants you to do it. The last verse of the book of Isaiah, 66 and 24, chapter 66, 24, they shall go forth and look upon the carcasses of the men that have transgressed against me for their worm shall not die neither shall their fire be quenched and they shall be an abhorring unto all flesh. So that seems to support what Enoch said about you're going to see this take place. You're going to see
1: judgment. Yeah, I've heard that extrapolated on because that that uh, hyena, hyena, where the fire never stops. Uh, some, some people... Person that did a lot of research thinks that in that time you'll be able to go in there and peer down in that, uh, you know, the, what they call the gates of hell. There's yeah. supposedly openings somewhere in the earth that we don't know where they are exactly. Yeah. That uh, ha- access to hell.
0: Yeah. Well, or, that's certainly possible. I mean, papers. I guess that's what Isaiah 66 24 is right. referring to. About. So, uh, Let's very quickly read the first chapter of Colossians. And Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brethren be unto you. I'm sorry, to the saints and faithful faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Colossae. Grace be unto you, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which you have to all the saints, for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, whereof you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, which is come unto you as it is in all the world, and bringeth forth fruit as it doth also in you, since the day you heard of it and knew the grace of God in truth. As ye also learned, our of Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is for you a faithful minister of Christ, who also declared unto us your love in the spirit. For this cause we also since the day we heard of it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. (coughs) That's a good prayer to pray for each other, verse nine that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to glorious power unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption. We have redemption in his son. We have redemption in Christ. In whom we have redemption through his blood, even forgiveness of of sins. And he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. You want to see God, you look at Jesus Christ. For by him, were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth. Who created these things? Jesus Christ. That's God's body. God made for himself a body and then began constructing all that is in creation. All things in heaven that are in the earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him and he is before all things and by him all things consist and that consist is hold together hey babe my first big drawer down I've got some of that nasal spray my sinuses are clogging up um, by him all things hold together all things consist that element lemon and looks like a Christian cross and all molecules thank you have to have that, or they won't, the the atoms won't stay together. Lemonin, lemonin, that's it. So uh, didn't they take like an electron microscope at one time and spot that? Yes, it looks like a Christian cross, and it's just Pretty God's cool. signature on uh, on on His handiwork, on His uh, you know, on what He has done. Uh, let's look at Hebrews one. Every time you turn around on YouTube, you're running into the latest prophet. You know, oh this this is Prophet so and so. Oh I, I, I'm a
3: prophet. If it's new, it's not true. If it's true, it's not new. All things have been delivered once and for all. Yeah. Well, let's look at this.
0: Hebrews 1 at the beginning. God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son whom he hath appointed heir of all things and and by whom he made the worlds here it is again Jesus Christ is the one that you know God through Christ made the worlds who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. What does the majesty on high look like? Well, you have to die to find that out. You know, uh, Stephen, Stephen was martyred, and uh, he saw God and Jesus at his side, and Jesus stood up. It says he lives in unapproachable light. So equate it back to your own mind and your body. Now we'll get glorified bodies. He's not going to leave us helpless, wander around the Presbyterian, podump, Lutheran church taking mystic communion. You know, um, he's not going to leave us like that. We're going to have bodies to interact with creation, and we're going to have responsibilities. And uh, and we're going to enjoy our work. We won't get tired. I think we do get to eat. Jesus Christ ate fish. Don't have, and it's sleep. don't have to sleep, but I uh-huh. hope he'll let me a little bit because I love sleeping. <laughs> I like sleeping. I think the Bible says you'll come to poverty if you like sleep too much. But uh, again, we have, okay, first of all, you don't have prophets today. Now, there is a gift of prophesying. And this really happens to people. The, you know, the Holy Spirit will give them a spirit gift and they'll abuse it. The Holy Spirit gave people like Kim Clement that gift and he said something that was perfect. It was dead spot on. But what happens? And God might give him another one or two. But then people come around, what happens next? What happens next?
1: The same thing happened with the God guy. Yeah. He, he was doing well and he was... Actually, healing people went through
3: sin. Yeah, and it can. It can go to your head. Um, Why does it say then, you know, don't add or take anything away from the things which are written? I'll bring upon you the plagues which are written in this book. So how can something new be, be disseminated amongst the congregation?
0: Well, uh, a prophesying, uh, the gift of prophecy, is one of the Spirit gifts. It's in First Corinthians 12. It's one of the Spirit gifts. If you've been given a word... And, and it will be useful. It will be useful to the body of Christ. I mean, that's why he gives it won't these... Resolve. It won't tear down. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, and it So could, it
3: embellishes what's already here, not adding anything new. Is it could that, be
0: something like, well, look what Jesus did to the woman at the well. You know, where she doesn't, oh yeah. and he doesn't say, okay. well, I don't have one. He said, you're right. You got four in the one you're with now. That was at five, well, and the one that went not
1: Yeah. Yeah, I
0: know of about that preacher, yeah. bogus preacher mm-hmm. out there. She said he would resign in disgrace, and he did. Took Shortly. less than a year. Okay, okay. but that,
1: that's not that's not really a prediction of anything other. It's than just something God I wants. Being able to spiritually discern what's going on oh, with people or things around you, and I think we can do that. Look at, I mean, most people are walking around in a fog, and they think everything just. We're just going through a rough patch. They don't realize we're close to
0: the end. We must be. We surely must be. And, and, you
1: know, we as Christians can
3: observe that, with the, uh, and that's prophecy. You know, I had a discussion with somebody here recently that uh, second, Chron- second Chronicles, if my people are called by my name, humble mm-hmm. themselves and pray and seek my face and turn mm-hmm. from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sins and heal the land. That ain't going to happen now. It's too far along. These things are written. And you will know. Barely, this. So there, there's, there's people
0: out there coming to Christ all the time. Hulk right. Hogan is that his name? Hogan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got saved. Yep. He got baptized. He's legit. He, you know, yeah, that typed that she was in the occult. You yeah, only hear about the famous ones, but a lot. That's right. They're coming all the time. Right. right. Yeah, they're coming all the time. And she covered all this mm-hmm. stuff with water. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. with mm-hmm. tattooing. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Muslims and. Well, um, so we don't, we, we have prophesying as a gift, spirit gift, but you don't just use it willy-nilly, and people would come to someone who was right a couple of times. That one guy was a firefighter, and he said, like, in 2014, Donald Trump's going to be the next president. Yeah, he was right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then people come back, what you got for us next, Todd? What's next? What else is going to happen? And he's, let me like, concentrate and concentrate. You know, i got to get something out here. God tell me something, you know, and he says something that's not true.
3: He's not a prophet. There right. are no prophets today. Then he'd have been stoned in the Old Testament. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Danny, I told yeah. you my, liberal, of my very
2: liberal mm-hmm. teacher in 1988
1: that Trump was going to be president. Oh, really? <laughs> yes,
0: I did. Well, he was, and I think yes, I, I think he may be again unless they can stop the election. That's their only chance right now um, to stop the election. And they could do that. Start do about you enough think it's going to matter. What, no, what matters is. To me, why it matters is I think I have the right interpretation of Daniel chapter eight. That we are that shaggy goat, America, that Western power that crosses the face of the earth without touching the ground, and knocks down the Medes, which is Iraq, and then knocks down the Persians, which is Iran, and then and then is uh, all powerful. And at the peak of the power, the horn is broken off. A horn is a trump, you know, and it, that's a uh, Coincidence? Maybe not. Not a kosher word to rabbis say, right?
1: Horn yeah, means a power, but it, it says in that eighth chapter that uh, this power that's going to be knocked down uh, is encroaching uh, on other countries, and they can't be stopped. Remember the Remember power, the yeah? And and they do something that causes a greater power to come over and, and you know take them out
2: that they I cannot think,
1: survive. Well, you know,
0: Iran's going down, I think. Uh, I've been saying this, haven't I, for a long time, and people say, well, no, nah, Joe Biden's not going to do it. Joe Biden's not in control anyway. But they
1: haven't started yet to go out uh, when it and, happens, and conquer other countries yeah. like that. Yeah. Like well, it's a like that weapons it. of
3: war, too, that they speak about their eyes will dissolve in their sockets, and that's yeah. going to be a thermonuclear. It it and yeah. that is in Zechariah, 14. And
0: we also have linkage to Ezekiel 38 and 39 with that kind of a, of a war. So 38, 39, Ezekiel. I'll just say this. If that is not the Armageddon War, then, you know, you can forget rapture. You can forget that, because none of us will live long enough for it.
1: When do you think the Armageddon War in chronology appears? Um,
0: It gets cooking about mid-tribulation.
1: The Armageddon?
0: Yes, and I think that's the same war as Ezekiel Mm 38-39. We all better hope so, because if it's not, the end of the Ezekiel 38-39 war... They're burning the weapons of the enemies for seven years for fuel. They didn't even have to go out and cut any wood, it says. And they're burying body parts that aren't supposed to be touched, but there's a special team that goes around and picks them up and carries them to a special place. They're contaminated.
1: The confusing thing about it is, about this wars, there are obviously two or three wars and uh, the last war, when Christ comes back with his church, or with the great cloud of hosts, uh, and he, spree- he speaks and with the breath of his mouth destroys the enemies that have risen up by the millions, by the way, and, and to, to, to uh, not stop Jerusalem, but to stop him. The devil's lose, You know, this is the end of the millennium. And what the confusing part is. It's it's easy to think that that war and the uh, Armageddon war is the same. They, they're not. That war at the end where he kills everybody with the breath of his mouth, there's not I mean, he, he doesn't, there's no war. That's the he end just of the, speaks that out. That's the end of the millennium. The end of the millennium war. It's confusing, though.
0: Well, what confuses most people about Ezekiel's war is that part where they're burning the weapons of their enemies right. for seven years to cook over and they don't have that view of the millennial age. They can't imagine, oh, we're in the millennium. Everything's like we're floating on clouds it's and not. eating cotton candy. No, it's... Uh, the devil's tied up and we we're he's in bound up. own will. There's yeah. a whole lot of survivors yes. that come into that age. Blazers, the, yeah. Jesus will separate the sheep from the goats. Mm-hmm. The goats will go on into the right. torment. And the sheep will enter into the millennial age. In flesh and blood bodies. And, and uh children. As, and also Israel, that remnant, a hundred and forty four thousand, they'll be producing children. But uh and yes they'll be cooking and I you know, I don't think I think the Lord's gonna remove all this technology and slow everybody down, you know, get us back to where things make sense again. We don't probably mm-hmm. not gonna use electricity. It's gonna be like it was.
1: Well, you know, when well, and, you know it's been, I've heard a lot of preachers talk about Revelation and say, well, uh, tanks really mean a leaping thing or horses, like horses, that people be on horseback. I'm of I'm the opinion it might be on horseback. Uh, and there probably shooting, will be some. Bow and arrows and spears. The, the, the Taliban
0: uses horses. There's yeah. nothing else that'll work like a horse yeah. in some
1: of that terrain. And, and you, can you imagine yeah. if that happens, yeah. like all the electronics are destroyed mm. at that point? Yeah. Then they start producing they do? wooden weapons again. Yeah. You know, like. Uh, Bow and arrows. Bow
0: and arrows and things like that. And so, to me, though, too, trevish, uh, the AK-47s, they'll probably be three, four hundred million of them uh, things. Uh, yeah, And they got a wooden forearm, they got a wooden stock, and ready you go. Throw it in the stove and cook your dinner. You know, there's going to be a lot of them. What will God do with the metal? I don't and, and, know.
1: And you know, not know it says, uh, the brother of the horse's bridle, that's in the, uh, uh, Revelation. In the valley of... Uh, Armageddon, is yes, real, yeah, Armageddon. Well, if, is the horse's bridle is it the tanks, turret? I mean, which is the, you know because I don't know. It's but the same language, you know. The thing is,
0: God wrote this word for every generation yeah. of the of the church age, and so with that in mind, He couldn't say tanks. People back in right.
1: you know eleven hundred A.D. tanks. What's a tank? You know. The, but neither could the uh, John describe those beasts that came up out of the pit that are released at the, uh, from the Euphrates. Very strange. Were, like, he couldn't really describe them, but he made a vague attempt, like it was a helicopter or something. Yeah, a human face, hair, very you know. strange. Uh, so it seems to me like the Revelator of that of that would have said. Well, I don't know what that is, but it looks kind of like a a a, a, a cobra or A something. cobra gunship.
0: Yeah, yeah. But that yeah. couldn't have been read at hundred A.D. and no, sure. you know, ten years after the revelation was written, and or yeah. five years. Yeah. I mean, what would that have meant? Yeah. So uh, we can There's see this. a lot thing. of
2: it that refers probably to, to modern weaponry. That, yeah. That's what it yeah. is. That's yeah. the way they describe that, it. You know, yeah. That's
0: weapons. what, see, John saw this stuff, mm-hmm. but he didn't know he what, didn't to know what call it was. It. Mm-hmm. He, you know, to mm-hmm. me, you could almost make the case that those things he saw were helicopters mm-hmm. because it had like a, a breastplate and a human face. And, a, whir, mm-hmm. and you know, a whirl at the top of the hair, and a sting in the tail. Mm-hmm.
1: It might be a helicopter. it had several tails, and all of them had stingers like multi-rockets coming out. But mm-hmm. that that may those beasts may not be any weaponry. They may be demonic. They are demonic because they're Apollyon creatures. That, you know that come out probably the same ones that that he put in prison for uh, fallen angels. that made It with the. Uh, women
3: of men. And they're going to be cut loose too from the Euphrates, right? Yeah,
1: in the middle of the uh, tribulation. Uh, Virginia, I, I think the 14th chapter. Oh, nice. But, uh, but you know, one thing that I, I, I thought about recently, I, I went through a period of time where I thought, well, the King James is inspired. It's not inspired. But what it's based on is inspired. All these translations might have, I think this is the most faithful one, but they might have some blurb that's wrong. A lot of them have some mini blurbs. I
0: would um, compare everything to the so King because it. it has it is sufficient. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mm-hmm. if we were to have this discussion with God, and, and so it's getting a little chilly in here. Would you shut that window, Mark? Just hope hy- I'm just that's an <laughs> explanation. Mm-hmm. And and you'll say what? What did he say? And James could turn around and say he says it's getting cold. Would you close the window? Would that be conveyed in the same way? Of course it
3: would. So you know, uh, you know the way I look at it. If this Bible was good enough for Saint Paul, it's good enough for me. Yeah. Well, here, well he didn't write the King James, though. He wrote for bald- okay. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> here, buddy. Well,
1: But the thing about the thing about it is, Three of God arranged this thing out. to be translated from the from the best scriptures available at a time in history when it could be done with the most immaculate uh, emphasis on on grammar, wording, and everything. And sure, there's some words in there that doesn't really take today. It's textual criticism. That's
3: how sometimes you yeah, know it. The yeah. Who here believes yeah. that God can't protect his own work? Like well, he does. He, does. Yes, he did. Here, yeah. He did. but right. did. He didn't have yeah. to protect
1: every oh, dot oh. and tittle necessarily to convey no, the, exactly what he meant. The content. Is, in this Translation, absolutely. But in the original, it's perfect. Which well, is, what the what is the original? It's 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 a bunch it's of greed, different, uh, If we had if we it, had the original it, 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 manuscripts, we'd be making
0: pilgrimages to them and bowing down on idols, as idols. Um, God has said what He wants to say, and uh, He is sovereign over His word. Some people say, "Oh, we got better understanding now because we found." Uh, the Vaticanus, and we found Sinaiticus, and that back's 150 mm-hmm. AD, and the King James is 1000 AD. God knew about those other translations mm-hmm. when they were, yeah, you know, where they were. Mm-hmm. He did not turn them up. He, in fact, I agree with Chuck Missler. He said the reason those early ones were found, they were incomplete. They fell out of use. They weren't rustworthy. Yeah. Um. So that's how it is. But um. You know, in any mm-hmm. event. We've got communion set here in front of us.
1: And um, we will, and, and you said in Hebrews 1, 2, that uh, now he's through his son. Now he communicates. And his son is synonymous. The word. This word. Yep. Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, they didn't have this word back in the day.
1: They were writing it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Take one. Pass them around.
3: Or just to pass the whole thing. Okay. easier.
0: I'm spill
1: spilling,
2: So I just wanted to say something that just popped into my spirit. Uh-huh. Here a couple weeks ago, I had uh, harvested a deer and uh, I was by myself and it was a big, it was a mature deer, a four or five year old deer and I was out at the farm hanging by myself and I was standing on a ladder and I was probably four or five feet up the ladder trying to hang this deer by myself and the ladder flipped out from under me and I fell and I landed on my rear end and then I fell backwards and hit my head on the ground. Well. I laid there for a few minutes, and I'm like, oh my goodness. So I went ahead, got on up, uh, finished doing what I was doing, got the deer hung up, got everything taken care of, Um, came over here, visited with him for a while, and I'm sitting there on the couch, and all of a sudden, I just, you know, I just start feeling it, and I'm like, geez, and I wasn't thinking about the fall. I'm thinking, I'm like, geez, I'm only 60 years old. I can't. I didn't have to drag that deer very far, and I'm so sore I can't hardly move. And then I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, geez, you fell off the ladder. Yeah. And, well, so as the days went by, uh, it got worse and worse and worse. And I was in so much pain that I got into my uh, app on the phone that my insurance is connected with to see if I could find uh, – therapist or something that my insurance would cover. I was hurting that day. And, uh, so, um, got up Sunday morning, uh, I was doing, uh, online church. Uh, the pastor that, uh, I was listening to, um, he does communion every Sunday at the end of the service and he got into that communion and buddy, he broke that thing down mm-hmm. and he what the, the representation of the bl- blood and the bread and the healing, and he taught that thing, and it was like an additional sermon on top of the sermon he'd already preached. And I took that communion with him and didn't think anything about it. Went on with the rest of the day. Went to, the, went to bed Sunday night. And when I got up Monday morning, I'm telling you what, I jumped out of bed. There was no pain in my body. Praise there was God. No bruises on my leg. Praise there was God. No bruise on my back. The amen. Lord touched me. Amen. Amen. You know, I'm taking that communion.
0: Give God the glory. So when you
2: take that communion. Just keep that in mind. What this communion is all about. Amen. He gives this to us for a specific purpose. It's not just a religious uh, ritual. Ritual that you do. It is do this in remembrance of me. Amen. And when you take that word to the bank it'll produce fruit in your life. Just want to share that with you guys. Well, thank you, that's good. You know, we should always be very vocal
0: about the blessings that God has given us and the miracles He performs. We should we should tell everyone because that's how people strengthen in their faith. Their faith is made stronger by testimonials. I'm in 1 Corinthians 11, Verse 17. Now in this that I declare unto you, I praise you not, that you come together not for the better, but for the worse. First of all, when you come together in the church, I hear that there be divisions among you, and I partly believe it, for there must be also heresies among you, that they which are approved may be made manifest among you. When you come together, (coughs) therefore, unto one place, this is not to eat the Lord's Supper. For in eating, every one taketh before other his own supper, and one is hungry, and another is drunken. Now this is grape juice, this isn't wine. But they were using wine for communion. And you can today if you want to. What? Have you not houses to eat and drink in? Or despise you the church of God and shame them that have not? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you in this? I praise you not. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and he had given thanks he broke break it and said and I will finish that part later Heavenly Father God we pray over the bread we pray over the cup in the name of Jesus your body and your blood for our good for our blessings of healing spiritually healing physically healing whatever it is we need Lord God we, we trust it all to you <coughs> And we do thank you for this bread. In Jesus' name. I'll just pull you off the oven <laughs> if you want and send it around. This is uh, unleavened bread. Leaven represents sin. Unleavened bread doesn't have that. This represents the body of the Lord. Now, if you're in a place where you... You don't have these implements of communion. You can use whatever. Just pray asking the Lord to sanctify that cup of water or whatever it might be. might be a cracker through the body, and He will. It's about your heart and your spiritual attitude.
2: <clears throat> yep. oh,
0: I'm sorry. Okay. I believe this is called matza. It can be, yeah, that's right. Anyway, verse 24, he said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. take your time Imagine being there at that supper at that table At the first communion Supper of the Lamb. <laughs> Amen. Just take your time. <clears throat> After the same manner, also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. join hands Father God we thank you for the blessing of communion we thank you Lord that the power of Christ comes right through it and into our lives into our lives to teach us to sustain us to clarify our minds to heal our bodies if needed to strengthen us that we might serve you better. We thank you, Lord, for this. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, mm-hmm. Christian. Thank you. Oh, sure. He had asked me to do it earlier in the week and I forgot and was in there washing dishes and was like, oh, going. <laughs> really? <I'm> a, <laughs> you know, we could just do a simple version of it every week. We should. We can remember. Well, we are, let's see, rather than an hour in, so I think we can close. Anybody have any questions or things they want to bring up before we finish? Just a reminder for Ted on Sunday. Sunday, 9 o'clock at Truck Stop Ministry.
1: Okay. Yeah, one thing that reminded me when you were talking about um, uh, law before, you know, in, in a city where he was vexed, yeah, I can really identify with that. Um, but one thing that you can notice, we know Abraham was a saved man, we know Lot was saved by Hebrew, loving, right? Mm-hmm. Or was it Peter uh, that said, you know, he, he, Lot was vexed by the... Peter said that, Peter. yeah. Okay, Peter. so when, when they get into this, out here in this, uh, this mm-hmm. wide country, which was not a desert at the time, nor was it a desert when Jesus was there. Uh, and he says, he says, our people are striving together. Uh, if you want to take the left or the right, I'll take what you don't want. You know. So Lot pitched his tent towards Sodom. Sodom. Abraham said, I'm looking for a city that's not worldly. Mm-hmm. That does not that represent a Christian who believes in Christ but veers off towards uh, towards, uh, Sodom and Abraham veers off towards God and stays on that path?
0: This is something I've seen for all my Christian life, I guess. The humble choice is always the better choice. And uh, as it was with Abraham and Lot, as... um,
1: And Lot picked it because it was well-watered, he said. Mm -hmm. He saw that the land was well-watered, and so he picked kind of the better piece for himself. Yeah, so
0: it's kind of like Abraham, uh, you know, you can fend for yourself. You bet
1: that that, that Abraham went to the right and Lot went to the left. Because it's
0: always an analogy, left and Mm
1: right,
0: you know? I was telling somebody, it was about that (laughs) bus trip, Promise Keepers to Washington, Mm -hmm. D.C., and it left Galax Pentecostal at midnight, 1997. I guess we'd just been married. Mm-hmm. And uh, we prayed, had a big prayer meeting at midnight, and the two Abbott uh, Trailways buses rolled in. And then like a hundred guys are close to it headed out the doors. Across the parking lot up there, they sat in the, in the dust of dawn lights. And uh brand new prevost motor coach bus on the right. And about a nineteen sixty GM Buffalo <laughs> on the left. The, 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 you know those old buses that roof come across like this and drop down and go again?
1: Yeah.
0: Well one one brother in Christ who we all love, which I won't name here, he about knocked me down heading for that prevost bus. <laughs> Oh, and so did a bunch of others. They just beelined toward that fancy bus, knowing that other people will have to ride the old one. I wanted to ride the old one. I thought it'd be cool, and so we did. You know, it wasn't comfortable, but we got there. We did the the rally, finished with it, met back at our place where the buses were parked. Our driver was there. The guys on the other bus said, where's, uh, where's our driver? And all that driver said, Oh, he's got a girlfriend up here in D.C. I don't know when he'll be back up. There. <laughs> so we got on our bus and we hit the road. We were home. We were all home before that driver showed up to bring that Prevost bus back. Take the humble choice. Take the humble choice and God bless you. I thought I
1: was going to die coming back from that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because of, uh, the the driver was, was going down. Was it eighty <laughs> five? There you go for a stretch. Yeah, about two hundred miles an hour. <laughs> well, see that old bus, it would do it. <laughs> but, the, the, well, the, I wasn't on the. I was, didn't have a I was, I left from Charlotte. You left from here. Oh, okay. Europe. So I was in a different group. But the bus Lee was time. on would <laughs> fly. He was
0: nodding off, and we had to make an emergency stop, put some bleach in that toilet because it was <laughs> rancid. <laughs> Rancid's not a vile enough word. But uh, we made it back. Two gallons. Yeah. Wasn't, that awesome yeah. awesome. Wasn't that an awesome
2: thing? Yes. Uh, in, right in, in, <coughs> in, in a, the nation's uh, capital. Christian history, that was a powerful, powerful time. That that my works. dad and I went. Yeah. But, uh, James and me yeah. and uh, far, uh, John. John, John. John and our we group. We saw uh, uh, Tony mm-hmm. Evans and mm-hmm. uh, Greg Laurie. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and man, yeah, it, was, it was mm-hmm. definitely, it was Can definitely, definitely powerful.
0: I don't know. Our leader of our group had one of those orange bicycle flags that stick way up in an orange triangle, and then he got us all a little orange flag like you mark a dog a visible fence with or something and tuck it into your hat. Yeah. So when he cut through the crowd, we just all followed that line of orange flags, and everybody was impressed see, we, we, we went to
2: Charlotte Motor Speedway, so, uh-huh. so I knew it well enough to know where yeah. I was going.
0: We was in the uh, belly of the beast, Washington, D.C. <laughs> uh...
1: Yeah, and it's funny. We we wound up 10 feet from each other when we were standing out there out do the know I'm sure, yeah. Oh, Did yeah. you
0: guys
3: see each other there? Yeah, we yeah. were right there.
2: Same, and... kind of the same place. All right, Mark, you're it. Father, we love you today. Oh, my
1: goodness.
2: Mm. Mm. We just thank you, Lord, for just everything, Lord, for the blessings that we take for granted every day, Lord. Help us, Lord, to be humble. Help us, Lord, to be thankful. Help us, Lord, to see the good in everything. For if we can see that good, Lord, it makes the road a whole lot easier. Father, I thank you for each one that is represented here. And Lord, I just pray that you would just keep your mighty hand upon us, Lord. I plead the blood of Jesus, yes, Jesus. over each one of us, Lord, over yes. our families, over yes. those, Lord, that cannot be with us. Mm-hmm. yes, Lord, over those brought up on the prayer list tonight. And even those with the unspoken request, Lord, that's down deep in their heart that you know all about. Now, Father, we just thank you for your presence here. We thank you for your word that came forth. Lord, we just ask that you go with us in the week to come. And we thank you for the opportunity to come back together again. And we give you all the praise and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen, amen, amen. Good job.